What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Titan Podcast. And today I have a really fun guest to bring on with you today. And it's actually two guests. So at, while I was at PodFest, what was a couple months ago, I had somebody pull Tony up to me. His name's Tony DiLorenzo. And they're like, Josh, you've got to meet this guy. And usually when people tell me that, they're like, hey, I want you to like pitch this guy or sell this guy. And honestly, when I met Tony, it was a complete different experience because what Tony did is he's, he just started providing me value and we started talking back and forth. You know, he's one of the top podcasters in the relationship space is his podcast with he and his wife. Um, and once I found out who Elisa was, I realized it's both of theirs. They're both actively involved in their business side, but both of these two have an incredible show called one extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to actually be talking about their business model, being coaches in a very highly competitive industry, but also where they're talking about intimacy, which is a very hard thing to talk about just from a personal level, but also from a marketing perspective, it gets very, very difficult to discuss these things without getting blocked and whatnot. So we deep dive into have into having a really, what I would say, almost highly potent, but controversial brand without getting shut down. But they're also going to deep dive into how to run a, run a business as a married couple. And I was so, so honored to be able to sit down with these two. So today, our episode is actually sponsored by Repurpose House. Now, those of you who have um, heard me before, I talk about these guys all the time because Repurpose House is an incredible group where what they'll do is they will take any piece of video that you ha- you give them. So let's just say you did a TEDx talk or you did a, you got to speak on stage, you got this B-roll or you have a great podcast episode. Episode, you send it off to them and they'll chop up that content. They'll brand it to you and they'll distribute it across social media channels for you. It is an incredible service and I recommend you guys all go check it out. So if you head over to repurposehouse.com forward slash Titan, you'll be able to get a special code to get you right to the front of the line to meet with some of their team. So I hope all of you take that opportunity to go meet them, see how they can help you with your business strategy and your content strategy. And uh, once again, that link is just repurposehouse.com forward slash Titan. All right, everybody, we are back here with Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. And this is an interview I'm so very, very excited to have you guys here for because I had a really interesting experience at PodFest. So I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, you've got to meet this guy. And they come pulling him up to me. And it was Tony. And it was really quite an interesting experience because usually when people say that, they're like wanting me to give somebody some free value or something. Um, But Tony came up and just started just laying fire for me. It was just so awesome. And so he and Elisa, now that I got, got to meet Elisa finally, um, it was just so good to to hear, honestly, her side of the story as well. And I wanted to bring them on because these two have such an awesome business model I want to show you. But secondly, they have one of the top podcasts in the relationship sector, which is One Extraordinary Marriage. Correct, guys? I'm not messing up your podcast? Okay. I just don't need these back to back. I'm like, I literally just listened to it. But first off, guys, say what's up to everybody. And then then we'll hop into the interview. Hey, everybody. What's up? We are so excited to be here. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Great to be here with you. <laughs> so, guys, um, just for those of you listening to this, I will be addressing Tony and Elisa um, at different times, just so you know. I'm not trying to uh, just say, hey, Elisa knows nothing about business and Tony knows nothing about coaching. But that's the two sides of their company. And I, I really want to get both of their takes on this today. So I, I want to kind of kick <laughs> this off with you, Elisa. Is that okay? Kind of Sure. Well, for me, I don't know you as well yet. I, I feel like I know you better because I've been listening to your show, but um, I, I got to know, got to know both of you better. So, Alisa, awesome. what, what was the moment for you where you said, I'm good enough at relationships that I want to be a coach on this? 
It was actually, mm. that's such a good question because we had started the podcast back in January of 2010. Correct. Oh my gosh. That sounds like ages ago. You guys are like um, OGs in this space, in, by the way. <laughs> pretty oh, close. Pretty close. But in starting the podcast, we, we started getting emails from people um, asking, well, how do I get what you've got? How do I do what you do? This is the challenge that we're facing in our marriage. And we'd try and answer them back with emails. And then they would come back to us and they'd be like, yeah, so I'm having the same problem. And I have this unique memory where I just hold on to everybody's problems and I can, not that I internalize it, but I remember it. And I'm like, I already gave you an answer for that. And she, and she remembers names, Josh, like she'll, Really? Oh, some, they, no, they emailed us six months ago. I'm like, they did. Yep. She'll, and she just pull it up in our in our Google email and be like, oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. And so it was after about probably a year of that that I said, you know what? I need to actually go get formal training for this because we were getting so many emails and people were, you know, kind of like what you were saying when you were at PodFest, right? Like people come up and they want the free value, but what happens when you turn that into like a coaching model where there there is that exchange? People are investing in their breakthrough. And so it's been about 10 years now Mm -hmm. um, that I've taken, you know, just all of the input from the one family challenges, things like that to really step into coaching others and helping them get their breakthrough. Yeah. And what I love about this, and this is why I wanted to ask this question is, is there's kind of this moment for coaches where it's, it's like, am I being an imposter if my relationship isn't perfect? Cause I mean, I'm sure you guys would admit Mm -hmm. your relationship's not perfect. Maybe it is, but it's a, no, (laughs) 26 <laughs> years married and we still are working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, and what always interests me is in your space, it's one of the most critiqued spaces as well. It's like that in fitness where if you make one mistake in your marriage, I mean, you're going to get filleted, right? And they will come after you, right? You look mm-hmm. at, um, Oh, what's her name? The girl, wash your face lady. Like she was all about like saving your marriage and uh, then got a divorce. Yeah. Hollis. Hollis. Yeah. yeah. Rachel Hollis. And, and I was, I just remember being like, get out of her face. And she doesn't have to be perfect to teach you like incredible principles that might've saved your marriage. You know? So I'm just kind of curious, like how you guys are managing that and able to, to commit to it, or was it just not a fear at all in the first place? Well, I think we actually addressed it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, episode four, Yep. episode four. Yeah. So after episode three, we got this scathing email Facebook message, actually a very long Facebook message from a gal I went to high school with basically saying, what qualifies you? You, What have you been through? Like, I mean, she was just coming from a place of hurt, but I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? And so in episode four, we laid out, you know, our challenges financially. We laid out, you know, the story of the loss of our child. We laid out our challenges, you know, with sexual intimacy in a couple. And we made a commitment to the one family at that point in time that mm-hmm. there were three core values. We were going to be open, honest, and transparent. So for the last 13 years, we've laid out the fact that we aren't perfect, that we still have fights, that, you know, sometimes we aren't having sex as much as we'd like to, that, you know, we deal with money struggles and parenting struggles as a couple. And so we've really done a lot to not be perfect Mm -hmm. so that we don't have that same, you're on a pedestal. It's much easier to knock off if you make one mistake type of thing. Yeah. So when you, you have such a controversial topic like sex. Right. And in the last, I feel like it's become more popularized to talk about in maybe the last two or three years. But before that, it was like a big, Mm -hmm. bad no, no. So that's why I'm really intrigued where 10 years ago, you started talking about this. How did you get to the point where you were able to actually market this without like getting banned on Facebook and getting shut down? You know what I'm saying? That's probably a Tony question. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, 
This is more a Tony question. <laughs> yeah. One of our books is called The Seven Days of Sex Challenge. And yeah, yeah that got booted really quick and <laughs> as well as other places. And <laughs> which which makes complete sense. So from that standpoint, what we ended up doing is we created this thing called the Position of the Month Club, which is now called the Position Post Magazine. And it is our marriage magazine. It's a digital magazine. It talks about our six pillars of intimacy. It talks about the different topics, but we come from it from a, hey, we're going to share with you the Position Post Magazine, and this is how you're going to be able to strengthen your marriage. And that's how we've been able to work with Amazon, Facebook, other folks, as well as with like the six pillars of intimacy. That helps us to come around that because even though it says intimacy, we're able to get um, typically their AI will kick us, but if we ask for a review, we'll get approved. Really? Wow. Because I've always been really curious about that because I know as a business model in and of itself, that can be really dangerous. I mean, saying the wrong word, I can't even say a few words on this podcast without them shutting it down. And especially nowadays, I'm like, man, I don't know how you guys can navigate that so well. So you're basically just disputing it and saying, Hey, we're not pornographic material. We're not, you know, hurtful correct. material, correct? And that's that's how you're doing it. Because I, I know somebody exactly. Oh, right. No, I was going to say even in now within Facebook and with like Facebook ads, we, we don't even get declined. I mean, they they approve our stuff, and so uh, haven't had any problems as of late. That's amazing. That's so amazing. I, I know that sometimes if you can tie it to like, hey, I have a PhD in this topic, they're, they'll allow the material. But that's so stupid to me. I say it's so stupid. But anyways, <laughs> so I, I'm, just, I'm just always really curious about how you can navigate that. So coming back to you, Elisa, with with coaching people along this topic, how how are you coaching them without being a therapist? Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, in regard to the therapy question, I mean, I think it's really important for people to know, and very specifically for me as a coach, you know, what would be something that would be therapy? You know, when people talk about trauma or addiction or things like Mm -hmm. that, I am the first person to say, you need a therapist for that. I am really looking at where is a couple now, what's brought them to this point, and what are the tools and strategies that they need to go forward into the the extraordinary marriage that they want to desire, that they really desire. Um, I take it from a very action-oriented approach. If we start getting into, you know, childhood trauma and things like that, I'm like, I need to know about it, but I am not healing it. I'm not fixing it because that, as a coach, that is all therapy. And I'm, for me, the delineation is really clear. Mm-hmm. And, and I share that with people that, you know, even ask the question um, because I want people to get what they need. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, and for those of you who are listening to this, we are having some lag. So I apologize if there's any weird overlap here, guys, but I appreciate you being so open and willing to keep sharing because this is good. I have so many things I want to ask you, but I know we have to keep this really short. So I, I want to actually talk the six pillars of intimacy though, because um mm-hmm. And I appreciate you sharing your, your model, and I hope that sparks a lot of interest for other people who want to maybe enter this space. I don't I don't mean to have you train your competition, but it's, no, it's, it's all good. <laughs> plenty, um, of, plenty of marriages out there. Yep, plenty there's of plenty of marriages you need to see. <laughs> plenty of people to help. And and my my big curiosity though with with the six pillars of intimacy is for those who are busy entrepreneurs and they're they're constantly. <laughs> you know, fighting the quote unquote work-life balance, which I actually don't believe there is a balance. I think it's it's intermingling the both. And I think we've sufficiently hashed that here on the show, to be honest. But 
the curiosity I have is like, how are you helping them embrace intimacy in their life? Because from, from what I'm understanding from your program is it's not just about sexual intimacy, but there are multiple Mm -hmm. types of intimacy in the marriage. So do you mind kind Mm -hmm. of touching on that? Yeah. And, you know, I think the six pillars of intimacy is actually a great framework for, for busy people, for entrepreneurs, because it is just that it's a framework. Mm-hmm. It's saying that intimacy goes beyond just sex. I mean, a lot of what you'll hear us say on our podcast is you can't be having sex 24 seven. Right. So you better be able to develop other forms of intimacy <laughs> to have a healthy marriage. Right. And so the The framework encompasses six different intimacies. The first being emotional intimacy. And that's, that's the communication. We refer to it as the workhorse of the intimacies because it's how do you develop closeness and connection through the words that you speak, through your body language and through your tonation. Yeah. And then we go with, from there we go physical intimacy, financial intimacy, recreational intimacy, spiritual intimacy and sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. And so those round out the six and intimacy in itself, Josh, that we tell people all the time, our society has turned that word into sex and really intimacy. All it means is closeness and connection. Right. And so how are you getting close and connected to your spouse? If you're an entrepreneur, if you're working together, how are you taking each of those pillars and how are you using them to get close and connected? Because us like you agree that work-life balance there's an alignment we can have, but to say balance, sometimes the scale, if you're looking at a scale, it can get a little wonky. Yeah. Well, I think if you look at it like a scale, you're always going to feel like you're failing on one side and it's not how it is. And I bet the people listening to this just out of curiosity, because you two are in business together as business partners and as life partners, Mm -hmm. I mean, emotionally, we all know this, like in order to want to have sex with somebody, you want to be emotionally connected first, right? Especially in a marriage. And if you just had a really stressful day in the business where you had to actually have a candid conversation about finances or something, how are you then able to say, okay, now we're going to go have sex without it being a begrudging opportunity? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to answer that? You want me to answer that? I'll let you start and then I'll, okay. and then I'll share. I intentionally um, open that up because I want to see who spoke first here. So go ahead, Elisa. <laughs> and this is a great question because when you are business partners and marriage partners, it, it's something that you have to deal with on a regular basis. And we get really intentional about what are we doing to, to romance one another? How are we having those conversations to say, mm-hmm. hey, here's where we were during the day but I still want to be intimate with you. Does that mean that we need to spend some time, you know, we might just sit down and play a game first so that we can just kind of get into that headspace where we're separating from work and getting into a, it's us. Do we want to go for a walk? Do we want to go grab a bite to eat and then really start to create that transition? And I think this is a big thing for entrepreneurs. What's the transition between your work day and coming back into couple life or family time, instead of just being like, it all blends together really like even one of the things that we do a lot of times on date night is we will sit side by side on a date night. But if we're having like, if we're out having a business meeting, we sit opposite of each other so that we just (laughs) visually delineate. This is a business meeting versus this is a date. Wow. That is amazing. You know, I, I, I love just the fact of even sitting in a different place. It almost breaks the pattern. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're, you're bringing up is it kind of interrupts the pattern for you. That's cool. So, you know, what's so interesting about, 
about this because like I, my wife is not my business partner um, in our marriage. And I've, okay. I, I don't think we'd work well together that way. We've both kind of agreed on this or where we're like, that's probably not a direction <laughs> that we want to take. And, uh, yeah, but, I, <laughs> but I see couples like you at times, I'm like, man, I'd love to bring my wife in on this. But then I go back to the fact that we're both kind of very similar personalities. So it could cause a lot of friction because mm-hmm. I'd be wanting to take lead and she'd be wanting to take lead. And, and that kind of, is my next question to you is how do you decide who takes lead in the company side? Yeah, that's a great question. In something that's been we, some good conversations over the years. <laughs> yeah. It's something we struggled with for a long time, Josh, to, to tell you the truth. And I think we, we had a dream, we had a vision, right? Mm-hmm. We started the podcast in 2010 with the purpose of impacting one marriage. That was our goal. And, it, and it's still our mission today. Every day we wake up going and we tell our team is how do we impact one marriage? With that, though, things start to tasks start to build up and, hey, we want to we want to do this project. We want to do this thing. And, and, and we would get muddled up in who does what. And we would just like things would just fall to the wayside and it wouldn't get done and it would frustrate both of us. And once we really started like honing in on what our strengths are, like, what are you really best at, Elisa? What am I really best at? And let's put ourselves in those places. And we we still can intermingle and intertwine. Obviously, it's, it's our business. We, we, we do this together. But Elisa is the coach here at One Extraordinary Marriage. Why? Because that's where she is strong. I handle operations, marketing, back end. Why? Because that's where I am strong and it worked for us because we got really clear. And so when we do have a project, Mm -hmm. if we're working on something, it's like, okay, these are on your plate to do, put it in wherever we got to put it in base camp or whatever, finish up your task. I'll be working on my task here so we can get the project done and then bring the team around us as well. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Well, and you know, for those of you who are listening to this, Tony and Lisa did not ask me to promote this at all. So this is just me just throwing this out there because I think it's freaking amazing what they're doing. And I have some questions on this. So I want to bring it up is they have this retreat for, for couples where they bring couples in, they help them work on their marriage in somewhere amazing like Cancun or something. Right. And you guys are doing your first yeah. one in Cancun. Yes. Here in April. Yes. 2023. Yes, so yeah. my, my curiosity with this is did, did planning an event yourselves add an additional stress onto your marriage and your business relationship. Yes. A- anytime we do something new. <laughs> I mean, and I think that, that would. Yes. And, and here's why. Here's why I envision Josh. I'm Big dreaming. Picture. I'm, I'm dreaming. I'm like, let's do something for the one family. Let's do something fun. I want to, I want to just celebrate these people and I want us to go have fun too. So I'm big picture. I'm dreaming. I'm like, let's go do this. I'll get the the copy written up. I'll get all this stuff. And Elisa goes, well, what are we doing? What's the schedule going to be like? How are people going to get there? How are how are they going to eat? What are we? What are the gifts we're giving them? Like Elisa's going down all the details. I'm like, I don't care. Like let's just get to Cancun. Um, and so, yes, it causes that tension. But once we're both on board, we get right into our lanes mm-hmm. and we start working and we start putting those tasks down, what needs to happen. And we find that rhythm again of like, okay, this is what needs to get done. You got to get that done. Okay. I need to get this done. Okay. Who's on, who are we bring in? Who's on the team? Who, what, what's going to go there? Um, and we get moving, but oh yeah, it usually is. There's a little <laughs> clashing of heads. It's there's a gas a, pedal that needs a, a brake pedal. <laughs> 
That's a great because I, he's, all, he's all, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, stop. I need to fill in the details. Yes. I like, <laughs> my brain wants to make sure it's all going to work. And he's just like, it will work. And so yeah, gas pedal and brake pedal. And we See, usually and end that- up going, it just might not be as fast as he would like to go. Alisa, <laughs> this is actually a question for you when it comes to running a retreat um, and bringing together couples to discuss relationships in a retreat setting, do you feel like there's going to be more power in, in that physical proximity being with each other? But I, I'm kind of curious if you don't mind speaking to the value of, of working on your relationship with, with other couples. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's one of those things where, and we realized this um, very much so during 2020, you know, kind of when the world shut down and we, we were mm-hmm. still doing everything with one extraordinary marriage. And we had actually launched a community at that point in time yeah. um, that we called intimacy. And one of the things we realized that when you bring people together, when people have an opportunity to talk about their marriage and to be around other people that are also excited about doing marriage well, that that positive energy becomes contagious. And you can get into this place of having community of other like-minded people. And it's something that's sorely missing in the marriage space. Um, We are inundated with messages about divorce, about marriages failing. And so to be able to be around other people who are like, you know what? We're excited about strengthening our marriage. We want to have an extraordinary marriage and you do too. Oh my gosh. Like let's be friends. And, And what we saw in 2020 when it had to be virtual was people networked across the country and then they would get together as the world opened back up. And so now we've got these couples, there's going to be 25 couples in Cancun and these people are excited to meet other people who are excited about marriage to do marriage and do life with. Yeah. And from our perspective is we get to put our arms around the one family Mm -hmm. Um, at the top of every one extraordinary marriage show we have a section called hugs mm-hmm. and hugs are, are the way we get testimonials or we get feedback from the one family. Yeah. And it, it's a really impactful and powerful part of the podcast because we get to meet so many people or they get to meet us really through the podcast and we're in their ears, but, and it's emotional. Like sometimes I'll just start breaking down. I'll just start crying because I, I don't, realize the impact we've had, but to be in person with people is to actually give them a hug, to put our arms around them and just say, love you guys. Like we're, we're just as excited to have you here as you are here because you're part of the one family and we do this to impact one marriage. And, you know, if we can connect you with other folks in the one family that allows you guys to like iron sharpens iron, right? Mm -hmm. If we can put you in that community so that you guys can strengthen yourself, then Let's go. So oh, I love them. I'm glad we're doing them again. We, we, did a, we did a couple one-day conferences prior to everything shutting down, and those were really impactful as well. And, and we're just getting back into that because we really believe it's important for people, couples, to see other couples, no matter where they are mm-hmm. in their marriage journey. A year married to 40 years married, everything in between. Like it, It's just a wonderful place to be. Yeah. Incredible. That's absolutely incredible. And guys, for those of you listening to this show, make sure you go check out One Extraordinary Marriage, such a fantastic podcast. And then go buy their book. It's The Six Pillars of Intimacy. Well worth the time. Obviously, we'd love to have these guys tell their story for hours and hours and hours. Um, but you can go get that for free over on their podcast in their book. So go check out their story. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And I do want to ask you both just one final question. This is one I'd like an answer from both of you, actually. If, if you could each give us one action step that the spouse relating to your gender, <laughs> that, 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 that spouse, what they could do yeah. in a marriage to, to help it, a, a more, make, it, to make it be more of a successful marriage today, how could they do that? Mine is going to be the power of your words. Mm-hmm. What are the words you're speaking over your wife? I heard very clearly many years ago to speak the word beautiful over Elisa, even at a time when she didn't see herself as beautiful. And when you listen to the opening of our podcast, I, I read it every week. And there's a section in it that says, I'm Tony DeLorenzo. Um, I'm Tony DeLorenzo with my beautiful wife, Elisa. And the power of your words, you may not see it right now. And yet you continue to do it you'll see something begin to change. And um, I've been, I've been able to see it and many in the one family have been able to see it in their, in their marriages as well. Yeah. Cause what he doesn't tell you right there is that the word beautiful isn't actually in that reading. He's added mm-hmm. it in and it's been in there for probably 10 years now, mm-hmm. eight, eight, wow. eight years. Yeah. yeah so a long time. Um, wives. What I would say to you is stay curious about your husband's. Um, Mm. Tony and I have been married 26 years. He's not the same guy that I married all those years ago. And if I kept, if I kept looking at him as the 22, 22 year old that asked me to marry him and the 23 year old that I married, um, it would, I would miss a lot. So asking questions, finding out what's going on, you know, staying curious about your spouse is actually a gift because the two of you are growing, changing people Mm -hmm. and you want to know who you're married to now not living in the past, not looking you know, over your shoulder, but who am I married to right now? And what, what do I love about you and who you are now? 